0: Tonight, the Leafs might get a taste of the Canes brand, their social media engagement. Sarah Sivian from The Athletic wrote an article about how they tick. And they tick, JB.
1: Oh boy. Tick people off.
0: (laughs) Well, they just finished with the Montreal Canadiens and uh, tonight they might take a A healthy run at the Toronto Maple Leafs. Do we have Sarah on the line? We do. You do.
2: That was a great transition. How are you?
0: I'm well, Sarah. How are you?
2: I'm great. Yeah, looking forward to tonight. I can't believe it's the first time since the Dave Ayers game. It feels like that was 10 years ago.
0: So I want to talk to you a little bit about your article, which was fascinating because we do know that Social media plays such a large role and we're not even talking about professional sports, but we're talking every facet in life right now revolves around this thing. And it just seems Carolina's has captured something. I'm not sure what it is, but to your point in your article, there's, there's something there and, and it struck a nerve. Yeah. Listen, it
2: it can be good. It can be bad, but at the end of the day, it gets, kind of more fans in the building for this particular market. You know what I mean? It might not be appropriate somewhere like Montreal, which is why it's hilarious that it's kind of like the whole climax of it all has been happening with Montreal over the past few years.
1: So the, a lot of people out there don't really understand what, it, what happens and, and the process of creating some of these viral moments. Um, you know, you, you can give us the names of the, the gentlemen who are involved in the, the branding there for, for Carolina. I don't have them in front of me. But the way that it worked with trolling Montreal with the Sebastian Aho contracts and their and offer sheet and Cockanyemi and all that, uh, if you could tell people how that sort of went down in the guys behind, what's making people very angry?
2: Yeah, it's uh, Mike Foreman and Dan LaTaraca, and they have had just great communication with Tom and Don and kind of the whole PR staff to the point where they're on the phone with them kind of first time. They're like, all right, uh, I think we might be doing an opera sheet for KK. Like, Should Mm -hmm. we have fun with this? It's like you see that because you can't just – be a jerk on social media and, like, not have a plan. It has to be perfect and airtight, right? And, like, the whole, will Sebastian match this? Yes, we, that um, <laughs> the poll that they did with the Ajo Opera sheet. It's, like, it, they wouldn't do that if they hadn't already talked to management and said, hi, there's a 100% chance that you're going to match this sheet, right? And it's, like, everything that has to do with player personnel, they say that they talk to the higher-ups about. And sometimes they – fire off like a funny tweet kind of not about a player signing or whatever, but like whenever it's something serious, they might have fun with it, but first they make sure it's legit, you know?
0: So Sarah, is it safe to say that they've got, they've got the green light to do and say whatever they want, but it really at the end of the day is, is a reflection of the owner, Tom Dundon. This is really about how Tom feels and, whether or not you know, some see it as uh, an acceptable form, a fun form, a teasing form, or a mean, mean, you know, uh, portion of it. This is who Tom Dundon is.
2: It's yeah, it's hilarious because when I was writing the story, they told me that there's been times where they've had to hold Tom back, and they're like, "Tom, <laughs> we're going to get in trouble if we." That. and it's like they get in trouble with they wouldn't get in trouble with him, but kind of just like the hockey world. Like Tom is kind of somebody who has now dipped his toe into the hockey world, but is more of a businessman. Obviously, you guys know his background, so it's kind of like he's looking at what the fans will think is funny and what will get most engagements, even if it does make people mad. But there has to be a time to stop.
1: Yeah, like how, how does it work when? So this is. They've established themselves as a beloved organization. The social media has been great. They troll beautifully. It's all funny. How weird or how hard was it this year when Tony D'Angelo signed this summer and it was like the one thing the Canes have ever done that people didn't like? How much did that change for change the tone around Carolina or the job of the guys on the social media side?
2: I know it's hard because you have to remember that they aren't the ones that signed him. And that's like, that was not their decision and they have been told to kind of create this brand of fun and kind of jerks and then when you're actually signing a jerk, it's kinda of like, okay, is this even a joke anymore? And I feel like they've gotten a lot of I mean, kinda of deserved backlash on social media for that. And I feel like they did kind of tone things down for a second there, like not poking fun at anybody. But then it's like the other offer sheet happens and what are you supposed to do? Right. I feel like I feel like, I don't know, I don't know. I guess I've noticed they kind of refer to him sometimes by his number and not his name, maybe because if it, people name search him or something like that and they get more hate for that. But, like, uh, it's a tricky situation, right? I feel like you kind of don't make fun of that, but maybe just kind of stay true to your brand at the same time. It, it's tough. I don't envy being in their spot with that.
0: Is there is there anyone that uh, has maybe mentioned to Tom that, you know, a lot of us who have been around the game a long time really believe there are hockey gods <laughs> and, and what comes, what goes around, comes around at times. I mean, is there, is there a sense that at some point this is, this is going to catch up to a man and, and there are going to be people that are going to be ready to pounce and bury you when it does.
2: I think he views that as another opportunity for engagement. I mean, when I, was finishing my story like they the website had gotten hacked by somebody who was like oh the canes suck and that was the website now and um because they made a website called like did the did the habs lose and yeah it was all saying yes at the end of um the last game but it got hacked and i was like oh should i still put this in like or i forget exactly what i said um yeah something like that like how do i approach it they were like oh no we want that in because now they they had mentioned like a cookout a chain of uh, restaurants. Somebody mentioned that Cookout sucks, too, and that's kind of like a, a chain in Raleigh, and they were like, we're going to get an endorsement deal off that. So they just think like that, right? And it's kind of like, they wouldn't care if they pissed off the hockey gods. And um actually, when I was watching the game with them in uh, Copenhagen, they scored, they were like, Wow, the hockey gods really do love
1: us, so they haven't got burned yet. Well, I, I am curious to see what's going on with the goaltending tonight because you got Freddie Anderson coming back uh, to Toronto and you have David Ayers who is apparently going to be attending the game. Um, first off, I think this guy's still in the Leafs payroll. I cannot believe the, the guy agrees to these sort of things. What can we expect from uh, the, the Canes tonight with a couple of goal, tender goaltending topics coming to town for the Leafs?
2: I know, right? Then you got Mirazik injured, unfortunately. I know the Canes hung out with him yesterday. He's a great guy and beloved to this franchise. But uh, every every time Ares has been in the building, the Canes have lost. So that might bode well. It's like a curse. That might bode well for the Leafs. But Anderson has been on fire. Um, A lot of goalies maybe come to Carolina and everyone's like, wow, magic, all of a sudden they're fixed and stuff. And it's just kind of the hurricane's defense is so good. It just shows you the value of a good defense. And that's kind of what they build their franchise around. Like they went into this off season saying, we don't want to take a chance on somebody who could be really good. We want somebody who has been consistently at least above average. That's their strategy because they think they'll be fine with their defense. And so far they're undefeated. So,
0: and the sense is Sarah, that, uh, the, the loss of Dougie Hamilton, uh, hasn't set them back one bit?
2: Yeah, no. I mean, they valued him. They think he's a great player. They didn't think he was worth the contract that New Jersey gave him. And I guess time will tell with that. I think it was mostly about the term, but it was still, they didn't want to pay that much. Um, clearly, it. I was shocked, honestly, about the power play. I thought he came in and changed the complexion of the power play so much by just like, having that finishing touch, but I feel like the Hurricanes core that was already here, but just really, really young, like Spetschikov, Aho, Natis, has just grown up, and now they kind of have their own finishing touch, so I guess it, it was kind of phased out nicely there.
0: Well, we'll look forward to uh, the Canes' first tweet <laughs> of the game with yeah. great anticipation. Yeah,
2: see what that is.
0: Sarah, thank you so much for joining us.
2: Yeah,
1: anytime. Thanks so
0: much for having me. Thanks, Sib. Sarah Sivian from The Athletic who covers Carolina. Now, it's not really fifteen minutes of fame if you extend it past fifteen minutes.
1: No. Well, I think with the fifteen minutes is that you have everyone's goodwill for fifteen minutes. And then after that it I Sammy, you're saying it's kind of run, run the course for you, the, okay. the jokes. So you know, I was in the
3: building for the Airs game. I was uh, producing. Oh, sorry. I was. Yeah, I was there for that. It, I I am actually happy that I was there for it, just to have the experience and, you know, be able to look back on it and say I was there. And, you know, it was upsetting at the time, very upsetting. I said one of the worst, probably the worst loss in the history of the franchise. But then for the guy who was on the payroll to continue, didn't he go on, Le, like, on Leno or didn't he go on, like, Letterman? Oh, or, like, he's he, been on a hell of a yeah, run. Like, yeah. he really. No, no. This is. This. M-
0: Milking it is saying it mildly,
3: and I mean, <laughs> I,
0: I, I'm straight up disgusted that he's going tonight.
3: Like I, you know, I've seen it's worked. The Carolina Hurricanes, they're sort of, you know, they're trolling, and they're they got under my skin. It, they did their job. I I can't believe that he's going to do
1: this. Again. I got to know if this guy's still getting paid by I the Leafs know. or because I don't know how you go back. He cannot possibly. No, not
0: not. Listen, no someone way. text me. Is I don't still know if you're telling me for... if you're telling me Kyle or Sheldon volunteered to loosen up the boys' uh, dress code, then he could still be on the payroll. <laughs> okay? He could still be on the payroll uh, if that's the case. That would but, be the
1: ultimate, like, oh, that would be a bad luck. That would be embarrassing. I don't have I, some competitive fire. The, the guy, hey, it's I great he went you, and won, but you can't come back you, and you dance you a year later. You, you
0: can't necessarily, like, blame him either. I, he's not going down there for free. So you know, the, the flight, <laughs> hotel, yeah. and if he's not getting between five and ten G's for that appearance, then he's We're an idiot. Not
1: Carolina, I'd agree with you. Kipper,
0: not everyone's you, buddy. I don't know.
3: I don't know if he'd be getting five to ten K for that appearance. You know, I think who are probably, you bidding
1: I, against? I, I think Listen,
3: he, he's getting Listen. he's getting a couple free pops uh, jurors he, and jerseys at a hotel.
0: He would need five or ten just. So guys like you, Sammy, (laughs) couldn't just jam it down his throat, okay? (laughs) If I'm going to be used like that, if I'm going to be completely used like that, and you guys continue to be hated, and I'm aligning my name to your hated social brand right now, you better buck up. I said to Sam, I was like, but you can't look like the team that
1: can't take a joke if you're the Leafs, but he was like, yes, you can. Yes, you can. (laughs) I, I...
3: I don't think this is a joke anymore. I, I think this is a joke, but not the good kind of joke. The fact that this is happening tonight, is just... And boy, Leafs, the the trolling has worked because a lot of my friends are extremely sour about this. Does he live in Toronto? I don't oh, know. yeah. I,
1: I think, yeah. I think he's like, you know, he's a Toronto guy. He's a Leafs guy.
0: Well, he's not a Leaf guy if you're just going to go shove it down their throats <laughs> tonight. Yeah, you,
1: you can't uh, have your cake and eat it. Right? Speaking like, of... Pick. Yeah. Like...
0: Well, move down there then and just you know, soak the, it as much as you can the
1: Leafs should send him a, a bill for his equipment his blue equipment that they gave him while he was here Be like ah if you're a cane we didn't know have, have them pay you for this well
3: i'm just starting off looking at the other goalie that used to play for the leafs that plays for carolina now
1: oh and he's doing okay
3: yeah I, I i liked uh sarah's point there talking about the the carolina decor but i mean the leafs haven't been that bad defensively i know they haven't been carolina but like Nine four four save percentage one seven five goals against four oh 0, zero, boy he and he has really bad starts every year where he's like in the eight eighty range in, through October. He actually
1: called him to win the Vesna.
3: <laughs> just another story in the the long history of the Toronto Maple Leafs.
1: If he wins the Vesna, my God!
0: Can we do positive? Do
1: you want to do positive Leaf stuff?
0: Well, were we gonna do any text messages, Sammy? You want some text? I don't know. Did hold you on. not tee it up?
1: Yeah, hold on. Do the text. So text five ninety five ninety. if you have anything you want. We got, lo- we got a lot. Okay. I just want to give a quick angle of the Leafs here that maybe this is not as dire as everyone thinks. Great. So Hutch goes on on Friday night, and they lose by a goal. A game they play fine enough, whatever. Hutchinson's not going to play too often this year. I don't think that's typical of, uh, of what you're going to see from the Leafs. And San Jose may not be that bad. Pittsburgh, you know, Leafs travel back to back, yada, yada. Everything goes wrong. Goes in off Muzzin's pants, goes in off his skate. Everything went wrong this weekend. That could have gone wrong. The guys have started slow. Matthews is just coming back. The fancy stats, Kipper, love the Leafs still. They're still, they're first in the NHL in expected goals. They're first in chances and first in shots and first in all these sort of advanced metrics. Their, uh, their actual goals are like 27th in the league or 28th or something. It has gone terribly. But the underlying numbers aren't terrible. There's still a good hockey team here. And I, there's a chance that this all turns around. I'm not saying it's going to be a championship team. But there's, this is not a team that is going to be a basement team this year.
0: But we don't really need numbers to know that. Don't we, don't we know think, that Austin's still one of the best shooters and scorers on the planet. And Mitch is a legitimate top five or ten scorer. What's Tavares? And What's Muzzin? Are
1: we sure about those guys?
0: We're not sure about a lot of other things, yeah, Justin. We're not. As and a that's, group,
1: the numbers have been not as bad as the wins and losses.
0: That's just where we're at. They've got a lot of spare parts that you don't know whether or not they can play seven minutes or 15 or 17. Yeah. And now Bunting tonight has a chance to go with Matthews and Nylander. And you know how I felt about him with Tavares, that uh, there are a lot of... Times I watch Saturday night, they're both right in front of the net looking for some loose puck and it never gets there. And then Pittsburgh's on their way down on an odd man rush. It's Mm -hmm. right now, there's just too many question marks in that lineup that their names aren't Matthews or Marner or Nylander or Tavares. For sure. You know,
1: one's the one thing that this Leafs team has done poorly compared to past Leafs teams, like the past few years, is rush chances. They get, like, very few. They're in the bottom half of the league, actually in the bottom third of the league, I think, and rush chances. So tons of them off the cycle, tons of ozone time, but they don't actually create anything on the rush, which is super weird for a team that you would think of as a transition run and gun team. Uh, team, <laughs> Sammy, we, uh, we good for a text or two? Sure.
3: Um, what we got here?
1: This is from Tom and Barry. The Leafs have no identifi-
3: identity, and it's all on Dubas. They underappreciated Anderson, and they will be a middle-of-the-road
0: team all year long. I agree. <laughs> well, uh, you know, it's I'm, I've kind of questioned uh, the identity of a, of a fourth line, and Simmons, to me, is a guy that uh, you can look at and say, not off to a horrible start. No, I think he's been good so far. Yeah, he has been good, but... You know, I watch. I watch his fight in Saturday night, and I think the score was six or seven one at that point, and he's just wailing on Boyle, wailing. And I'm just saying to myself, watching it, no good, too late.
1: I texted you guys that that was going to happen if Simmons or Richie was going to fight if, someone. If the, the and, 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 and,
0: and there is a lot of anger in that fight, you can see. Simmons taking a lot of frustration out on, on Boyle. But if you want to give your team a chance and to speak to our last, uh, note on an identity, have that, have that fight or that type of fight in you in the first six minutes of the game and not the last six minutes. It was done by then Boyle had already, you know, uh, uh you know,
1: Scored a goal, done his thing,
0: pissed on his territory. Yeah. You know, like I, I, I identified his spot. Like he's already the damage is done. He's he's played well. The team won. It's over. But you have a chance to maybe nullify, boil a little bit, take away his energy if if Simmons Simmons identifies that early in the game. So
1: one of the things on this li- on the list that we didn't get to was guys who make the least care the most. Uh, it was a Sammy point about Spezza and Simmons. But to me, that Simmons fight, you know, you, you mentioned it's frustration, he's wailing away. To me, that is taking care of himself so people can't say, Where was the anger? Where was the pushback?
0: Where he can go well? Listen, I, yeah. I went out there and fought. Oh, no, Simmons, no. Hey. I, I've, I've, I've seen it before yeah. and I was in that role. And you're like, I don't uh, want to be the guy who they say, Where were you? I, I tell you what, uh, I had to do that. But I wouldn't wait on my last shift of the game. Mm-hmm. I can assure you that you, you, you want to really find a way to at least give your team a chance to gain some something out of it early. And you, you, you're marking your territory, like I said, but it's just far too late in the hockey game to matter.
1: Predictable, I thought. Sam,
0: well,
3: Sammy, sorry, go yeah, ahead. Yeah, no, listen, I'm a Leaf fan. You guys are more analysts than I am these days, and I was particularly upset about how that game was going, and it felt great to watch Uh, Wayne Simmons do something stupid. You know, it just, I was praying for someone to, you know, throw a hit all game or do something just to make it look like you're mad about getting beat by the uh, Wilkes-Barre, Scranton Penguins. And somebody did. And it made me happy. So I I cannot believe
1: that Nick Ritchie has not fought yet. Like, not because I think he should. I don't think he should. But I can't believe he hasn't been like, I need to just get on the sheet here. Just show I care. I'm surprised he hasn't had one of those fights. It
0: just doesn't seem to be in... Him. he doesn't want to do it, it. doesn't and that's come fine. naturally to him
1: no one no one should have to do that but he certainly does not want to more than other people
0: okay here's, here's that, a, that's oh sorry sam oh, that's oh, an issue for, with another guy who's got another year on his contract at two and a half million bucks that to me is a they, they got to figure that out real quick here
1: does he respond to the carrot the stick or anything else we will find out because he's here for two years Put him up, put him
3: up. Okay. Got a little production value here. Um, This is an interesting question here. The Marner analysis is simple. Marner is the seventh seventh highest paid player in the NHL. If you did a draft right now, no GM would pick Marner seventh overall. Marner does some very good things, but in no way is the seventh best player or even top 15. Love the new show, Daniel from Toronto. So he loves the new show, but uh, I think that's an interesting way of looking at it.
1: Love it. Uh, so the NHL today in a salary cap era is about getting value from guys, outperforming what you pay them. There is no doubt that right now they're not getting value for that money.
0: Yeah, I I don't disagree that he probably wouldn't be a top ten pick,
2: mm-hmm.
0: but he's 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 a different player. Uh, he is. I I don't think he'll ever be a go-to guy but he's the next best thing right i mean he's 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 paid like one yeah i know i know that i i know that i just i just i look at a guy that is still in many ways uh overachieved right he was always one of the smaller guys probably said never no one ever probably took this guy seriously his whole life always one of the smaller players always found a way to to show up on the the score sheet, and I think it's still happening to him at the n h l level. I don't think he'll ever uh be a franchise type of player, but he is second you know it's like it's Sydney's team. it didn't end up being malkin's team, but yeah, once you'd, malkin, you'd be happy you got that value. but once malkin figured out, he's not the man yeah that was okay, and mitch is not the man. I don't but know what he needs, but they need Austin's him better. Austin's supposed to be the man. Yeah. And Mitch should be a second type of guy. I'm who just happens, glad to have tonight. Who happens to make 10.9 because you <laughs> gave it to him. Yeah. Because you gave it to him. God, the
1: timing on that was so bad with the RFAs and the, oh, man. It's, fun, it's funny
3: just to think about, because the Willie Neilander thing was obviously such a train wreck when it happened, when he held out for the whole year or half the year, and they came down to literally the hours before. December 1st. But that contract now looks very good, you know? They like expected a, that to happen I, with this deal, right? I, I don't think it's as big a steal as everyone thinks it is. I think it's a good contract yeah. for a player that can be really hot and really cold. With Marner, the big fear was doing the the thing they did with Nylander, where it's like, oh, they don't have him into camp, and it goes and they held out, and there was a little bit of panic on the they side. They felt like
1: they wasted that yes, year of Willie because he wasn't in camp he was, already. And he came back, he was... Awful yeah.
3: for the first stretch, Holy, the whole, pretty much the whole time. Yeah, so I, it's just interesting to look back on that. Lots of text, boys. People are a little bit fired up about this team. It's good. Bring them on. Yeah,
1: the... Uh... All
3: right, here we go. Guys, loving the new show. It's a great way to get a text read. Love it. Would love your perspective on how Dubis dodges some accountability. This mess started years ago when he brought in Sheldon as coach in waiting and immediately undermining Babs inmates running the asylum and allowing it to happen starts at the top from Brian in Toronto lot there boys
1: thanks Brian
0: you want to take a crack at this uh, yes.
1: JB so coaching GM was on our list um of something to talk to talk about we obviously couldn't get to everything uh, today lots to unpack uh, unpack you know i feel like Early on there, he he had sort of an excuse in that it was lose team. He was half running the team. Then he was taking over. And there was some time where he transitioned it to being his vision. You know, I remember when he was supposed to go to Colorado, uh, actually talking with him as that was happening. And him kind of wanting Colorado because he would have the opportunity there to do creative things without the market scrutiny. You know, he wanted to be very different. And here in Toronto, it didn't seem like that was possible So he tried to be different with this team within the parameters of the Toronto market. And I talked about it earlier in the show that it didn't quite take, they got caught between identities and now this is Dubis's thing to own. I feel like it's this year and next year where if this core doesn't work and they don't do something, you got to tell them that the vision didn't work. Well,
0: I think it's got to be just a matter of time before Kyle just kind of turns a little bit because uh, plan A is not working and uh, he's, are, aren't we on Is to plan it, C? No, it? it's, uh, you know, I don't know if the right word's coddled, but he's given them almost everything. Mm-hmm. I've given you the money. I give you the ice time. I give you this. I give you that. And eventually, Kyle's got to go, what am I getting back here?
1: He has a belief that if you put people, make them comfortable and make them, put them in a position where they can be their real, authentic selves, yeah. you'll get the most out of them. Yeah. And he has not gotten returns
0: i I tried that as a parent it it didn't really work (laughs) (laughs) didn't 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 really work
1: i say this you know all the time i actually i talk more about it i've got a book i wrote a book by the way um but i talk about that i'm i'm the type of guy that i needed a kick in the ass when i was younger i needed someone to uh, i was a guy who needed a stick this this feels like a team that could use some sticks at some point here because the carrots have been doled out a plenty
0: Yeah, I just I don't I don't uh, I know there was a sense of urgency or or so it appeared with Kyle and his situation on possibly moving to Colorado. I I, do you get the sense or do you know from your sources that he was going to be the general manager of Columbus? Because I I don't I don't necessarily Colorado. Sorry, I don't I don't I, I I'm not sure that was the case. Would they have wanted to bring him in? Yes. Give him the GM title. I'm not sure.
1: Yeah, so, I mean, I don't have 100% confirmation on that, but my understanding is that that GM job was his. Um, but at the very least, he was not able to even go interview, right? That was what MLSC decided. So I feel like that, uh, you know, was an initial frustration, and he felt like he hasn't been able to do all of what he wanted to do, given the parameters of being a Toronto Maple Leaf.
3: Yeah, it's, what a sliding doors moment that is, though. What a great what if! If he had a gone and Lou was still running it, it's just it's fascinating to think about what it would look like in the two different places. But
1: it's funny, like everyone right now is certain it would be better. First, right with Leo Komarov and Matt Martin, and you know whatever the direction was going to be there, I'm we'd, not we'd as sure be, as everyone else. You know, else.
3: The, you know, would be you look at what the Islanders have done, and there's a pretty easy parallel to make that all oh, the Leafs would have made the conference finals all these years, and maybe they would have. And maybe we would have just been whining about them never making the finals. They've won They've rounds, they won rounds and never made Pelich the finals. and Pullock and who knows?
1: Yeah, Paves yeah.
3: Who both are on amazing contracts yeah. signed by Noah Lynn.
1: Dobson. Yeah. the The one thing with Lou that I will say is it's very easy once you win to look back at a team and ascribe the reasons why it happened. And I feel like we look back at the Lou Devils and go, "Well, wow, it was about team." And you played that clip from Lou about winning, and you know we had Scott Gomez on the show talk about how. You know, he would still miss curfew. He wasn't all about the team all the time. He would stay out later past curfew. Know Lou would be in the lobby sometimes. You know, it's not like everyone bought in a thousand percent. So I, you know, I feel like some of the it's some. <laughs> what about some the of Islanders'
0: history? What about the Islanders?
1: I feel like there's different roster, the different roster,
0: conference finals.
1: Is Lou's here and he still has Mitch Marner and the rest of these guys? Is it that much different? Because they got they got it, no facial hair.
0: It's tighter. <laughs> Yeah. It's
1: tighter for sure. I, not,
0: I, I tell you
1: what. John, John Tavares' untucked it's, it's shirt not, is still what, tucked in. He's probably not. I will tell he's you. He's probably
0: not on the team. I, I will guarantee you it ain't 40-plus million for four forwards. No. I guarantee it.
1: Well, you don't have four forwards because at least one of them plays somewhere else.
0: Yeah. San Jose.
1: Very likely. Tavares, Tavares plays in San Jose, and Neilander and, uh, plays for Carolina. San Jose was the biggest bluff out there. By the Tavares camp.
0: A hundred percent. Really? You think for one second a guy plays on Long Island, and his and and four teams that he plays against is either a bus ride or a or a train ride, and he's gonna go from the best road trip scenario to the worst in California, and he he, he wanted to get he wanted to be closer to his family. He was never going to California.
1: Not a million years. You were leverage, San Jose, you punks. You were just leverage all along. I mean, I never thought of that, <laughs> you know, or that idea. That's that's fascinating.
3: All right. Well, I got one text I just want to read because I love the guy. He says, Hey guys, hate the new show. Uh, wonder <laughs> <laughs> I love this guy. <laughs> Wondering if you think after the Leafs don't make the playoffs, Kyle Dubas is fired. Does he get another GM job? Think about that one for a closing show.
1: Uh, I'm going to say yes. (laughs) I'm going to say yes, he does. And that's a text for
3: after game six of the Toronto Maple Leafs season.
0: Yeah. (laughs) I, I, he's going to have to get, uh, he's going to have to show a lot more success here to get another general manager's job. But the thing is, you
1: either believe in what he does and thinks and is, or you don't, and someone else will. Um, You just need one other person to think it.
0: Jason Bottero. Sure. Somebody believed in him in Buffalo. No one's believed in him since. I think he's helping out Ron Francis in Seattle. Sure. But he's a long way from someone giving him the keys but as a general manager.
1: Dubis has believed in something different, right? He's tried something different. What is that? Well, youth trying to do it differently is in young guys, speed and skill and bad contracts. But no, ideally, it's been letting people be themselves and find their connect with who they really are and get that authentic
0: yeah, how's that working out? For well, him? not
1: great, but at least it's different. <laughs> <laughs> at least it's different, though, right? Like he's
0: it's different.
1: Wanted to not be, so, but he
0: better win a few games here uh, and mean, win a few rounds. He, too many young people, not enough experience going on. You know, we're,
1: where on well, off off the ice, off the ice in general, it, it's a lot of people who haven't done well. First off, all development thing is new. No one's really knows how to do development staffs and player development, right? And they have the biggest one going out there, but also. You know, Manny Malhotra hadn't run a power play at the NHL before. Spencer Carberry hasn't run a power play at the NHL before. You know, Sheldon Keefe had never been a head coach in the NHL before. He hadn't been a GM. Like, it just feels like kind of a lack of, I don't know, maybe Lou was a, a helpful person for them to balance him out.
0: Well, uh, they could have had Rick talk behind the bench. We it, can't get a bigger hockey will. guy than that. Maybe yeah. No, Rick won't come here.
1: What do you mean, Rick won't? Go- you turn down the Toronto Maple Leafs head coach job?
0: No, you didn't say head coach. He uh, was a, as a, as a, you know, someone uh, beside Sheldon. He'd, he, to your point, yes, he would have to take the head coaching job for sure. Yeah. Prediction for tonight, boys. All right, uh, Leafs lose again. <laughs>
1: no way. Yeah. No, here is what the Leafs are really good at bouncing back from embarrassment. They win tonight, then lose in Chicago. Right. I agree with that.
0: We started out with a mindful Monday. I'm gonna close out the show here for for Leaf Nation here. Take a deep breath. Two, three, four, five, in. Two, three, four, five, out. The goal here is to breathe in through your abdomen. So it doesn't feel like you want to throw up after 60 minutes tonight. Mindful Mondays will be here all season long for Justin Bourne our boy Sammy Derek at Tech thanks for listening to Real Kipper and Bourne